1: Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Ben Thompson with Treble Health. I'm joined by Dr. Suzanne May. We are both audiologists with Treble Health, which is a telehealth company focusing in tinnitus. When you are looking at your options for diagnosis, cause, treatment, therapy for tinnitus, we'd like you to consider this YouTube channel as a primary source of high-quality information. So please subscribe if you are not already. Dr. Suzanne, you join us after previously sharing your individual story with tinnitus. Could you please give us a summary of that story and your role with Treble Health before we start with today's exciting podcast episode of some case studies for tinnitus success?
2: So brief overview of my tinnitus is uh, three years ago, I had very loud tinnitus in both of my ears after a head injury and used tinnitus retraining therapy. I used sound therapy. And it took 16 months, and I was able to get my tinnitus down from an eight to a two. You can always go and check out the video for more information.
1: Excellent. Thank you. And with Treble Health, what is your role? What kind of work do you do with our company here?
2: So, I am an audiologist with Treble Health. I've been with Treble Health since February. I have my doctorate degree in audiology and specialty certificates in tinnitus management, and I work. One on one with patients doing tinnitus treatment.
1: Excellent. Thank you. And today we wanted to expand on the previous episode we've made by getting into the details of some success stories or patient case studies of individuals you've worked with in our telehealth format. And would you be able to introduce us to the first case? And I'll ask you some questions along the way. We'll make this interactive and engaging. And for those of you who are listening, who want to ask questions to myself or Dr. Suzanne, let us know in the comments, what kind of questions do you have for us? And our team will do our best to respond accurately to answer your questions. As we know, Dr. Suzanne with tinnitus, it's a complex medical condition. It confuses most doctors. There's so many individual factors that can be related to the cause or why it's spiking. Before we get into this case study, in your experience, how you counsel your patients on the complexity of this condition and how they're navigating this, these different doctors, these different clinics, how do you, advise people to keep yourself in a good place and to have the right kind of support and information during that process.
2: Yeah, you do have to protect yourself because there are doctors who don't know as much about tinnitus as we do here at Trouble Health. And so you have to be kind of armed and dangerous when you go in to see your doctor, knowing that they may tell you something that you don't want to hear or that might not be accurate. Like they may say, There's nothing you can do for tinnitus when that's not the case. It is important to try to follow up with testing, you know, get your good hearing test. If they need any imaging studies done, you may need to go to see specialty doctors. I always feel audiologists are the best place to go for tinnitus help. And of course, at Trouble Health, all of our audiologists are specialized in tinnitus treatment and Understanding. So if you need help guiding you through the process, it really is a very individual process and everyone is so different. That's where we help kind of guide you. Okay, now we need you to go see an ear, nose and throat doctor. Now we need you to see a maybe a specialist for your neck so we can help you with that.
1: Let's talk about the first case study, someone you've worked with, and this will be helpful for those listening because you may relate to some of the aspects of this person's history. And if we can explain how they got better, it may open up certain doors or give you certain insights into things you can try either on your own with self-help methods or under the care of a professional. Dr. Suzanne, take it away.
2: So the first person, first thing I want to say is all the names have been changed to protect their identity for privacy reasons. So the first patient we're going to call Jane, and Jane woke up one morning with bothersome tinnitus in both of her ears. She didn't know why it had started. Um, She went to see an ear, nose, and throat doctor. She got a hearing test. Her hearing was completely 100% normal, and the ear, nose, and throat doctor looked in her ears and said, I don't see anything wrong. I don't know why you have this, and had told her, there's nothing that could be done. Being very distraught about having tinnitus in both of her ears and hearing this ringing, she searched out YouTube, found Dr. Ben on YouTube, and found Trouble Health and came to work with me. After going through her history, we couldn't really find no clear reason why she was having tinnitus. What was important to her was to know that even though we didn't know the reason why, there were still things that we could do to help her treat her tinnitus. So she started working with us doing our tinnitus retraining program. We worked on getting her sleep improved. We worked on cognitive behavioral techniques to help manage her emotions around and her reactions around her tinnitus. And as we walked through the process, we use sound therapy and she liked that I had had a wearable device for my tinnitus and she wanted to have a wearable device for her tinnitus. So we got, she worked with us. We got her some tinnitus sound generators on her ear. We were able to fit her in her comfort of her home from the comfort of my home remotely. And the device does not have any amplification on it because she doesn't need it. It just has some pink, what we call pink noise. So it makes a a nice Sound in her ear. We got it set appropriately right for her, taught her how to use it. And she's been using that and working with us for several months. And, you know, her scale volume wise, one to 10, she reported her volume was about a seven out of 10 volume. And last I talked with her, she was telling me she feels like her tinnitus is a three out of 10 volume. 90% of the time, she doesn't notice it, it doesn't bother her. She's not concerned about it anymore. And she's had a great success with us.
1: That's excellent. I had a patient just today and he shared with me one thing that was important for him. And one of the benefits he got from having this kind of care and attention was to understand the timeline of this and to have this individual roadmap of, okay, I'm really struggling now. And I couldn't live with the rest of my life this, in this state. But through these therapies over the months to come, the doctor is telling me things will get better for him that roadmap for me was really beneficial. How did it work out with this patient, with uh, Jane, as we call her, over her timeline? How long did it take for her to get better during this process? And is that normal with what you'd expect for someone?
2: So I, she was one of my first patients starting with Treble Health in February, and it is now June So March, April, May, June. So about four, four and a half months, she's been working with us. I feel like that's a little bit of a faster process than normal, but she's, she's made great strides, great strides. And I'm really proud, proud of the work that she's put in that we've, we've done together.
1: That's an excellent first case study here exhibiting, really showcasing a few things that it takes work on her end, that number two technology can help that sound generators on the ear have a real role. And I if, I, if I'm being honest, earlier in my career, I doubted the benefit of devices on the ear for tinnitus. The longer I've been specializing in this, the more it's clear to me that devices on the ear providing sound therapy are one of the real things someone should put their attention to, put their energy towards. I mean, we've all worked with cases that have gotten better without devices on the ears, but it just seems like it's harder for those individuals. Do you have any comment on that?
2: It really just depends on the individual. You know, my case, it took 16 months to make progress and it was a slow and steady, you know, it was like the tortoise and the hare. I was a slow and steady tortoise making my way towards the finish line, but it was okay. Cause I was still making progress. Other people progress faster. We don't know the reason why one person would progress faster than the other because if just different cases, but the goal is that overall we're we're shooting towards the same goal, whether that takes you three, four months, or if that takes you two years, we're we're gonna get to the end.
1: Excellent. Uh, That's the first case study. Thank you for sharing that, Dr. Suzanne. We have one more and one time in one of the YouTube comments here, someone because I do read many comments, there are many that come in and our team does try to have an audiologist respond to many of them. It's not always me, I must be honest, but I do read a lot of them. And one time someone said, success stories are oxygen to the tinnitus community. And I love that because instilling hope and faith and realistic, practical optimism of, hey, this Condition, this symptom can get better. Leave a comment below of where you are at, how long, how many months, or years, or weeks you have had bothersome tinnitus. I think it would be helpful for us to understand that and engage in the comments below. Dr. Suzanne, would you be ready to transition to our next case study today?
2: So, again, we've changed names. So, we're going to call him John. And John is an older gentleman, and he Came to me with hearing loss and tinnitus. He explained to me that he knew that he had had hearing loss for many years, as well as tinnitus for many years. Where I believe it was about five years, he's he'd had both that he knew noticed, and that the tinnitus was slowly getting more and more bothersome as he was starting to focus on it more and be worried about it more. We knew that his hearing loss and tinnitus was from noise exposure due to his a profession. And so I had some more pieces of the puzzle with this gentleman than I did my previous patient. I knew that he had hearing loss. I knew that he had tinnitus and I knew the reasons why. And so again, we started off with him going to see ear, nose and throat doctor. He went and saw an audiologist. He did have to have some special imaging done on his head because they were worried about maybe stroke or possibly tumor being involved. But he was all clear on that front. And one of the things that was interesting with John was that he'd actually tried hearing aids before, and he'd been unsuccessful with getting them from his local provider and didn't like how they sounded. He felt like they were plugging his ear, and he was just... He didn't like it. He ended up returning it. So he was very frustrated. He was very wary about wanting to try something different or do something different. But at the more we worked together and, and talked about devices and how they could help him, he said, okay, I want to get them through trouble Health because they, you guys are the experts in both hearing loss and tinnitus. Let's put them on my ear and see what happens. And so... Again, we were fit him remotely from the comfort of his home and got him set up. Now he had amplification and to help his hearing loss. And we also had put on a little sound generator, a little white noise and for so his tinnitus. And one of the first things he told me was, oh my gosh, I'm hearing my wife so much better. I'm hearing my grandchildren so much better. I'm hearing all the sounds around me so much better going to church. And he had noticed that his tinnitus just with amplification was noticing, he described it as the tip of the iceberg being kind of shaved off the top. And as he continued to wear them and use the sound generator and the sound therapy and do the program through us, he came to me the other day and he said, you know, Dr. Suzanne, not only am I hearing better, but my tinnitus perception, which was a seven out of 10 is now a five out of 10. I still have room that I would like to improve, but you know, I'm I'm feeling so much better about it now moving forward. And he's still working with us and he just, he loves his devices and he, he loves the progress that he's made. So again, so proud to, to work with him.
1: When someone comes to you and they present their hearing test, for those who don't know, when we do these telehealth consultations, they're over Zoom. Most people by now have used Zoom after the pandemic and we review hearing tests. We make sure that someone gets an in-person hearing test. For we would recommend any devices to rule out red flags, medical concerns, ear infections, problems with the eardrum, earwax, things like that. Once those are cleared, and for 99% of people with bothersome tinnitus, that's not an issue, then we're focused on analyzing this hearing test, what's called an audiogram, and making an assessment of, does this person have tinnitus or do they have tinnitus and hearing loss? If someone has hearing loss, then the sound therapy recommendations and programming would be different than if they just have normal hearing. You yourself, Dr. Suzanne, have had this hearing test. When was your most recent hearing test and what
2: did it show? Uh, My most recent test was about six months ago. And um, I have completely 100% normal hearing, but I still have tinnitus. So you can have normal hearing and tinnitus as well.
1: Mm -hmm. And when you have normal hearing and when you have tinnitus, if you're approaching those cases, how is that different than someone who has hearing loss and tinnitus?
2: Mostly the difference is how you set the sound therapy devices that are being used. So the ones that I had set for myself, I didn't need anything to help me with my hearing. I just needed something to help me with my tinnitus. So mine were set just to have the white and pink noise in my ear versus like John, we have him set up to have, we took his hearing test from his local provider that he got. And he sent it to me and we reviewed it together. We put it into our system and we program the devices for his prescription and make sure they're set for him the way that they need to be set. And then in addition, we added on the sound generator to that amplification prescription. So we were doing both.
1: And as I'm hearing you say that, I'm asking myself, does one group have a more effective treatment than the other? In my experience, no, no, that there's the the effectiveness of treatment of tinnitus, normal hearing versus having a hearing loss is the same and both effective with these methods that we're using. Going back a little bit, what methods do you follow as an individual, as an individual audiologist with your treatment approach? What kind of methods or therapies or systems do you feel like are the most scientifically backed and that the community here should know about?
2: Well, the most scientifically backed one is the tinnitus retreating treatment that we do here at Trouble Health. I mean, it's been highly researched. It's been tested and tried and true method with sound therapy over and over and over again. And it's been used for gosh, I can't even remember how long it's been used, but it's been used for a long time. So it is really tried and true. And it's also the same method that the Department of Veterans Affairs uses is they use sound therapy too. So we know that it is scientifically tested and proven so many times over, and it has been helped our nation's veterans, it's helped our patients, it's helped as many people as I can possibly think of. And that is the the gold standard when we're talking about tinnitus.
1: And I think this point trips a lot of patients up. It 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 frustrates the community because there's sometimes a sentiment of that's not good enough. We need it to happen. we need we need a better treatment. We need something shorter. And we agree 100%. That's not good enough. You deserve better. The community deserves better. But don't chew don't feel like it's a choice between habituation or a new treatment that's going to come out for a cure? Because really the answer should be both doing what we can immediately to manage and cope and improve the symptom and raise awareness, increase the need in the medical scientific research community for better treatments and scientifically backed research for a cure. What are your thoughts on all of that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I read something where the amount of actual cures that we have for diseases is very few. Is like for a cure for a disease, whereas treatment options for diseases, for cancer, heart, blood pressure, diabetes, we have a lot of treatment options for those types of things. So I always like to keep it in perspective that as far as cures go, we actually don't have that many cures. We have more, a lot more treatments and those treatments, how they're being used and, and studied are helping us find a path and find a way to a cure. So use the ones that we have, use the treatment options we have until we can get that cure. and you know we're we're fighting tooth and nail for trying to get more and more studies done on tinnitus, and um, we're seeing seeing progress happen. So
1: it's, it's an important conversation. It's an important conversation in the YouTube comments, for example. Sometimes there's some very negative comments, and part of our Treble Health program is that anyone who's in an ongoing plan, a care plan with us for tinnitus, they have access to our group coaching program. You've sat in on a number of those sessions, co-hosted them. I've been hosting them for about two years now. And typically there's about 40 individuals on the live call. It's a really powerful group. One thing that we know, which is really important, is that the mindset of getting through the toughest stages of habituation is really key i mean i I would like to ask you on your personal experience the wrong kind of negative information at the wrong time can really send someone down a, a time frame like of a few days or a few hours of really high anxiety stress negative thoughts would you like to comment on like the importance of of the psychological environment managing tinnitus and especially during those toughest periods of the habituation?
2: It definitely is important to take care of your mental health for sure. It is you know, very hard when you're in such a state where you are having high anxiety because of tinnitus or depression or just again, mental health, you can go into a very dark place. And so one of the things when you are searching Google and you are looking at comments on a page, you can get into a uh, what I always call swirling down the rabbit hole, and so I always tell people, do not Google, <laughs> do, do not go there. Just you know, watch the video. Don't look in the comment section. What's important that you take care of yourself and you protect yourself, even if that means wrapping yourself in bubble wrap and, and putting up blinders to certain things and to protect yourself. That's got to be the most important. I definitely recommend counseling. I did counseling when I was at the, my worst, and I still see a counselor to make sure that I stay up on. My mental health. It's important that you take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. As we're wrapping up this podcast here today, I just want to recap and review. For those of you who have listened, thank you. We've covered two case studies of different perspectives, different individuals who have gone through the tinnitus treatment process. And after a few months, things start to become clearly different. In the first few weeks, One might feel better psychologically. One might get some immediate relief with sound therapy. One might get new management techniques, new strategies from the one-on-one session. But the real changes to reduce the levels or the intensity or the effect of tinnitus do take months and it does take time. So everyone who's listening, notice that. From these case studies, no one was getting immediate 50% reductions, 80% reductions in their sound. You described it as just shaving off the tip of the iceberg. So let's be practical and realistic here. If shaving off the tip of the iceberg can happen in the first few weeks, that's a good sign that the iceberg is melting over time and that the tinnitus is becoming less and less of an of an issue so notice the timeline here be patient be persistent be proactive don't just wait for this to get better on its own because suddenly and we've seen we've certainly seen these cases come to us where suddenly it's been four months suddenly it's been six months suddenly it's been one year and the whole time someone was just hoping that it would get better on its own but it hasn't it's not that that person did anything wrong but if someone has the resources or the ability to try to get help earlier, we know there's a term for this in the scientific community called early intervention. Those who are proactive and do something earlier tend to have better results in issues that are related to the brain and neuroplasticity. Dr. Suzanne, I'll leave the last comments here for you you have any final words. And I always say thank you for joining this podcast as I'd like to think we have some fun here and it's a nice break from our work day too.
2: I, my last thing I always like to shout out is to just remain hopeful. I, you know, when you have, as you mentioned, that top of that shaving of the iceberg come off, there is that sense of relief and knowing that there can be progress made. It just helps, you know, project you in that right direction towards towards habituation. and so maintain hope, keep in there. We're with you all the way.
1: Thank you all so much for listening. Subscribe to our YouTube channel here by pressing the button below and reach out to us at tribalhealth.com where you can sign up for a free consultation for tinnitus or other hearing concerns you may have.
0: Thank you all so much and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching today's video with Treble Health. Check out our next video by clicking the button on this screen or another recommended video. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. See you on the next video.